The key phrase is this. I'll see you in paradise. I'll see you in paradise. Paradise. Shut up. Shut up. Yes, sir. Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and immediately discuss. I'm Tom, and I'm here with Brittany, Eric, and Tyler. Hi. Hello. What's up? How's it going? How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to you, and welcome back to us. Yes, that's yeah. right. We took a small hiatus there. We haven't recorded an episode in a little while. It's been about a month yep. yeah. since the Neil Breen episode. A uh, couple reasons. I'll go ahead and say Pokemon Go took over my life <laughs> for about two weeks. And then, and then, and then, my body revolted against me for that, <laughs> and put me in the hospital for a little while. But I'm back now. Better than ever. Better. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Better, better than, than I, you were last week. Better than I was a few days ago, and a few days before that. <laughs> <laughs> Getting better every day. And so today, we decided to watch the movie Killing American Style, uh, that was dir- as directed by Amir Shravan. Close out that trilogy. Well, well, yes. Yes and no, but when I was looking at it again, Amir Shavon, he's got this other movie that came out after Hollywood Cop and before mm. this cop called Young Rebels. We're never going to be free of Amir We're never going to be free of Amir <laughs> Exactly right. So, Killing American Style, which came out right before Samurai Cop, which came out after Hollywood Cop. And so now we can pretty much see the progression Amir Shavon took to get to the ultimate Samurai Cop. Mm. So it was my pick, and that's exactly why I picked it. I wanted to keep going with the Amir <laughs> Shervan thing. I wanted to get to the bottom of, of this, this auteur. Tom, what's this movie about? Thank you, Eric. Thank you for chaining me up. This movie, <laughs> this movie is about uh, Robert Zadar. And his jaw. He, yes, his jaw. He, so he's a criminal, and he's, doing some, he's, he's a bad guy. And he steals he, money. Steals, yeah, he steals stuff, and yeah. he winds up getting caught up in, the, in, the, in this chase with the cops. And, and he kills a lot of cops and he ends up having to try and like post up at this house and, and try and get his money back. Well, he does get arrested. He gets arrested and then... And then he escapes and again. Then and then his goons bust him out. His goons bust That's him right. Out. He gets arrested. They get busted. And they just stop in at a local ranch to hide out. and uh, <laughs> They stop in at a ranch. Stop in. You, <laughs> you know, know how you Say do. hello. Mosey on in. <laughs> AKA. For a quick raping and... Uh, <laughs> Kidnapping. Yeah, no, they they took this house over, and we get introduced to our main character, whose name is like uh, thirty minutes. <laughs> John Morgan. Yeah, John Morgan, who who is our good guy, who we don't see until about thirty five minutes into this movie. Uh, we get introduced to him. This is his house, and basically they're posted up there waiting for them to get their money so they can leave. And John Morgan's trying to get them out of his house. Yeah, one of their buddies has like a gunshot wound, so they're like, find us a doctor. Yeah, it's it's a, it's actually a really simple movie. Really simple. And that's actually, Too I think, simple. that's why I like Amir Shervan movies is because they are, they're face value and they don't require a lot of thinking. Question right okay. off the top. Okay. Did Amir Shervan even make this movie? Ye- because... Why do you ask? Why are you presenting this? It had way higher production value than anything else that he's made. Yeah, it was way more coherent than anything else that he's made. I have two thoughts on this. Okay, Eric. <laughs> One, I think we might be fooled by the fact that we're watching some remaster done by Cinema Epic, so it looks better than what we're used to seeing from him. Yes, it was a restored version, which yeah. is also what we did with the Samurai Cop Blu-ray. Well, I mean, and, even yeah, purely, yeah. like, you don't see them using the same shot several times. Oh, uh, we saw it in one of those fight scenes. You we'll do, like, <laughs> hear them using the same dialogue 
over and over yeah. and over. I, yeah. I think the reason maybe it seems like it has better production values is that the scope of this movie is much smaller than the other films of his that we watched. Yeah. So this mostly takes place like within one, one house location. with a very yeah. small set of characters. So there's less to go horribly wrong. Yeah, you don't have a character who shows up halfway through <laughs> with a haircut and a wig on. <laughs> nothing like that. So that was threw me off that it was even Amir Shavon. I was like, I feel like somebody else had their grip on this movie. Well, I mean, someone else had to. I mean, because this movie probably had the most stars he had in a movie. So yeah. he had Robert Zadar in a pretty integral role. I mean, he carried the movie pretty much the whole time yeah. in the most screen time. They also were able to get Jim Brown to be uh, some Wait. sort of detective. Who? Jim uh, Brown. Thank you. Uh, he was a, uh, a detective in the movie. But he didn't get much screen time at all. Yeah, he was someone they probably had access to and was like, hey, we can sell this movie. We yeah. can put him on the poster. Exactly. Yeah. And they and they did. <laughs> They're like, all right, you're going to eat some watermelon in three, two, one. <laughs> you're going to look disapprovingly cut. and you're wrapped. Yeah, they probably had him for like a day or two. Um, but yeah, so that's that's why we watched it. That's what it's about. And before we get going, I just want to, you know. You know, we we've been absent for a little while. It's uh, it's still really cool to see people reach out to us. People haven't stopped reaching out to us. It's been great. Yeah. Uh, we've actually got a, a huge flood of comments come through the site, um, and you know, the more we get, the more I'll read them. Yeah. This is a great one. This one comes from Lily. Uh, she watched Wild Zero, and uh, she she just wanted to tell us this. Okay. There, go ahead. All right. Hi, Frenchie. Congratulations. I don't know if I'm Frenchie or if who I don't know who Frenchie well, is. It could uh, be Ty, me. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah. I'm, I'm Loisel. Yeah. And I don't appreciate being called Frenchie if they are referring to me. Well, I mean, maybe it's an endearing way, but how she does say hi, Frenchie. Congratulations. <laughs> so she start. That's how she starts, right? Okay. All right. Well, yeah. what she congratulate? Congratulations, uh, Frenchie. Congratulations. Here, so. I am so happy for you. Maybe you, she knows about your bodybuilding competition. Yeah, she's so happy so, yeah. for you. All right. <laughs> okay. So I am so happy for you. You truly deserve the trip to Fiji because you are so wonderful to all of us. I yeah, love you. Tyler, cards. I didn't know you were going to Fiji. I didn't know I was going to Fiji either. Well, congratulations, congratulations. Frenchie. Well, hold on, guys. She's not done. Oh, all right. I'm right? sorry. Okay. I love your cards, and I have learned so much from your videos. She, she watches us. Um, you are so generous to share them with the world of stampers. This video on the swing card is awesome. I can hardly wait to make one. Peace, love, and... And Joyo Joyce Peacevendorjoyce.typepad.com. Oh, seems like she had some trouble with the keyboard near the end there, but I do really appreciate it because we always try to contribute to the community of stampers out there. Of course. You know, all the I, videos I, we make are directly related to stamping. Yeah, I mean, and and our send... swing card one is the most popular, oh, obviously. Yeah. yeah, we got a lot of hits yeah, on the swing card. What do you guys have? Like two million views on that one? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one's got two million. We've got a couple out there with like a few hundred thousand. Um, but yeah, all you stampers out there, you know, this is why we do this show, is so you guys can just get the full effect of, of what we do. And we're really glad that uh, you, the response is so well. So thank you, Lily, and um, I, I, I'm really looking forward to going to Fiji with you guys. Oh, it's going to be a blast. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Okay, you clowns, cut the crap. All right, guys, let's, let's start with some successes for Killing American Style from 1990. Actually, if you wouldn't mind, I would like to begin with one simple success. That uh, will be deemed to every movie that does this. Okay. Says I know what you're going to say. Says the name of the movie <laughs> in the movie. He says he's going to kill people American style, which I, I will say is a success, which directly leads to a question that I have for everybody. Okay. <laughs> um, I hope we're qualified to answer it. <laughs> I hope so, too. 
what makes this movie American style? Like, what is the killing American style? What is it? Um, what, what, do you, what do you think that American imprint is? That's a good are question. You, are you asking that specifically on this movie? Um, yes, yeah, this yeah. movie's called Killing American Style. What makes this movie so American styled? I don't think even Amir Shervan knows. I, well, my theory is that Amir Shervan was obsessed with the idea of going to America and making films. Mm-hmm. And he did it, and he was like very fixated on this idea of like everything being American. and It, it kind of bled into his, his concept of what this character would be doing. Everything that this protagonist does, this hyper-masculine dude that kicks ass, is going to do everything for America. That's, uh, that's okay. pretty much what I got. So, I mean, if that's, if that's the case, then American style would be killing someone with, like, no questions asked but for what you feel is a justified reason. That's a good way to put it. Right? I guess. I guess. But then how is that in contrast to Japanese style? Yeah. Which is the, original. the counter to it. <laughs> I'm going to kill him Japanese style. I'm going to kill him American style. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe with guns? Maybe. I was going to say, like, it, it could be the way... John Morgan's the character's name, right? John Morgan, yeah. The way he was shooting people was always very cowboy-esque. True. Like, it was very, like... I know you can't <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. I know no one can't see. But it was very... Uh, but it was very quick. Quick draw, yeah. Quick draw, like... <laughs> and he did run a ranch. True. Yeah, he ran a ranch. He, ran, oh, he did have, a, like, a, it was a horses out there. Yeah. You know, he's very doing his super rant. highly fashionable, supposedly. <laughs> yeah, he did look like Razor Ramon <laughs> a few times. Oh, his wardrobe was, was fantastic. An, another episode in Texas. Maybe that's what they meant so, by American style. The fashion. It could have been American fashion, but actually, these are all really great points. Killing gu- with American style. Killing with American style. <laughs> but I like the gun thing. I like the fact that he's on a ranch and the fact that he's... He's just justified in his killing. Just defending his property. Yeah, defending yeah. his stuff. That now I truly buy that this is killing American style because these people came into his home and he did everything he could to kill. He killed them all. Mm. He did. He shot every single one of the people that came into his house. He was and a on real his property dummy for a while, though. He was. He was stupid. <laughs> he was. He was a little well, the stupid. Bad guys were the real stupid guys, though, because they were killing cops the whole time and they didn't kill anybody in that house. Yeah. Yeah. Took him a while. It makes no sense. If you're a bad guy, be bad. <laughs> Yeah, they did. They were really brutal for a little while, and then they totally let up when it came to like the family, yeah. which was weird. Yeah, except for that whole rape scene, that was pretty brute. Um, a positive note that I had is that this movie actually makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this movie makes sense uh, in comparison to what? Um, I feel like in Hollywood Cop more so than Samurai Cop. People's motivations and their reactions to things just aren't realistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas in this, like the plot was so simple, so easy to follow. Um, I mean, there was things that I forgot about at certain points just because it was dipping into negatives for a moment, kind of slow. Um, like I forgot that that rapist guy even called his friends and was like, "Hey, come get us!" Yeah, and they showed up, and I was like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" <laughs> um, but yeah, it made sense. So thumbs up it totally did it was very simple i mean i know it sounded like i didn't know what i was talking about when i was explaining the movie in the beginning (laughs) of the episode but i totally understood this movie i I think it's more that this movie has a lot of individual small plot points but it's really a b c d e yeah yeah it took a lot of time to get to every point it was making but it did it did but no it was very coherent in that way um tyler what do you have for successes positive notes (laughs) <laughs> that it's over. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it's over. 
Um, no, really? One success is they use keep it warm, baby. <laughs> that's, that's true. We got to keep it warm in three out of three Amir Shervan movies. Uh, young Rebels some, don't disappoint. We got some uh, Leave Him Alones. Got some Leave Him Alones. And, and we got some motherfuckers. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> and so on top of that, to, uh, this movie definitely had the Amir Shervan touch, oh, yeah. which, which makes movies like watchable. Like, it doesn't mean they're good. It doesn't mean they're bad. There's something about what he's constructing in his head and then puts it on the screen that makes it interesting. I think it's because you're watching something you're so used to seeing through the lens of someone who doesn't quite get it. <laughs> like, like, they almost, almost yeah. like, really, he's like right there. He's like oh really God, close. He's, so close. he's like the difference between a human and like an ape, you know, <laughs> in DNA form. Like, he's almost there. So, so close. I didn't want to like, and I'm not, I'm not calling him stupid or anything. No, I mean it's just like a foreign perspective on domestic, yeah, films, I guess. And and we've touched on this before, but that's on it. Those are the most interesting fuckers to watch. Oh, <laughs> really are. Um, Eric, what about you for positive notes? Um, this is a sort of a positive, I guess, but um. <laughs> Even though our lead is probably the least charismatic out of, I'd say, all the Amir Shervan movies we've watched, yeah, uh, he was definitely the most capable. He clearly has some uh, martial arts training, and he was capable of doing some real ass kicking. Yeah, and it was kind of sure. interesting to see someone that's actually capable of doing ass kicking on screen in an Amir Shervan movie, where all three of them have, to some extent, taken place surrounding the character of an ass kicker. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, like Joe Marshall can throw a punch, but he's clearly not really trained in the way the movie tries to set him up. I'm going to play the contrarian here okay, and say that it. I wish Matt Hannon was in this movie. Oh, Instead. obviously. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Instead. Instead. So you want, so you want, what's this guy's name? I Harold, Di- Harold Diamond. In Harold Diamond's role. <laughs> in Killing America Style. And, yes. And if that's the case, do you then want Harold Diamond to be the samurai cop? Absolutely not. No. So you want Matt Hannon to be in both movies. Yes. Okay. Do you I want guess. Matt Hannon to be Hollywood cop? Do you want yeah. him to be you every know, cop in every movie? You know what? <laughs> Honestly, honestly, <laughs> Matt, I want you in everything. <laughs> if if Matt Hannon was Joe John Morgan, yeah, John uh, Morgan, yeah. this movie would have been this movie would have 10% been percent better. Oh yeah, least. for sure, ten <laughs> percent. This movie would have been like three percent. This movie would have been a D minus. <laughs> Next level. Yeah, no, I, I think I agree with that. I think he probably would have fit into this role a little better. I think he would have been better personally. Yeah. That actually, because I only have one other success. That actually leads right into my other success. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Excellent. This movie makes me want to watch Samurai Cop. <laughs> <laughs> it leaves you hungry for Samurai Cop. Yes. A lot of the sets, I feel like, were the same as Samurai Cop. Definitely the were. The station, the restaurant. Yep. Um, oh, the restaurant. The restaurant was almost a shot for shot. The same as the uh, scene in Samurai Cop when he like talks to Fuji Fujiyama. Yeah, yeah. it was way briefer. It's almost it's way briefer, but it's shot for shot. Like they got the same exact coverage with different yeah. people in it, and they almost had a similar dialogue. Like He's I was like, "You're under arrest. Get out of the way, Tuts." <laughs> <laughs> are you Tony Stone? You know, like are you yeah. Fuji Fujiyama? It's the same. <laughs> so, do we decide? Did we figure out if the doctor in this movie was? The waiter and samurai cop, the Sebastian guy. Yes, yeah. I think Juan that was Sebastian. Him. Whatever. The wicked long name guy. Yeah. It, was, it was wicked weird. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, that was Doctor Fuji. Because that guy, I was not buying that he was Japanese. No, no. I don't know either. I, that was weird. That part was 
definitely weird. Yeah, it was very strange. Um, yeah. Um, this movie afforded us a man on fire. Yep, it certainly <laughs> did. It was a really good one too. That guy was covered in gasoline. Yeah, <laughs> he's dead now. <laughs> yeah, no, that that was that was great. You know what? You might be right because we didn't get on-screen footage of him being put out. <laughs> <laughs> he might still be on fire. <laughs> he was rolling. He was rolling on the ground. He knows. He did the stop, stop, drop, and roll. roll. Yeah, yeah. He stopped. He dropped and he shut him down and then opened up the shop. Open up shop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's no. exactly right. <laughs> um. <laughs> Also, I will say, and this is uh, another another touch of Amir Shravan, is that he had those. So there was just some great reaction cutaways that he would toss in the middle of scenes. Uh, like I can't stand that sometimes. I <laughs> love, oh, it, I love dude. it. There's just a close up on someone's face, like. <laughs> yeah, I just lick that shit up, man. I love it. So you lick? I lick it up, dude. Lick it right I up. lap it up. So the character of Looney, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Looney, Uncle Looney, yeah, who was uh, as we've deemed him an excuses guy from Samurai Cop One. Yes, and he's also in Get Even as well. Oh yeah, that's right, a Scar. Yes, yeah, yeah. Scar. Yep. So he's one of the guys that we're constantly getting reaction shots from. He's supposed to be like a a, a crazy guy, like a dope. I yeah, guess. he's definitely a dope. He was a big dummy. He was a big, big old dummy. And he's making crazy faces the entire movie. And mm. I could not help but enjoy the hell out of his performance. Yeah, he was so over the top. It was very funny. That's actually one thing I really liked about this movie is ca um, characters that didn't maybe have a chance to really shine in Samurai Cop uh, showed back up in this. And they got to be like really wildly different. For like sure. Robert Zadar especially uh, mm -hmm. played yeah. a very reserved, like a relatively reserved character in Samurai Cop 1. And as great as that character is, he got to go fucking ape shit with this movie. Oh, yeah. Should have kept the beard. Yeah. He should have had the beard in this one. <laughs> but uh, he is referred to in the IMDb synopsis as the walking jawline, <laughs> uh, which I can't disagree with. <laughs> it's really, it was really harsh, man. He can cut diamonds with that. Um... Any more successes, guys, before we, we move on to, to some failures here? I think I'm good. Um, I will decline. The defense rests. All right, let's, let's talk about some failures for the movie then. Uh, what do we think this movie sucked at? And we can also use the other movies as comparisons of his other movies. So I thought the plot was kind of meandering. Like, it didn't really... It, it was so simple that it took a while for it to just be interesting. Yep, yep. Um, like it made sense the whole time it was coherent but at the same time I was just like nothing is happening right now you're just waiting for this money and like all this non-event shit is happening in the interim well if, if, think about it he uh, Robert Zadar, Zadar's character sent out the main guy for every errand yeah like nobody else did anything it was the main guy doing it. <laughs> and like i never tried to get help he was never like like why wouldn't you get a cop and be like pretend to be a doctor yeah yeah, uh, yeah that would have been a good idea that's just nitpicking no i i agree it was i think this is the longest movie we've watched of his i think this clocked in at about an hour 40 mm -hmm. i know samurai cop is like 90 on the dot yeah uh, and then i'm pretty sure hollywood cops shorter than that uh, so this was the longest one, and it felt the longest. It really yeah, did. It was, kind it of was the most boring for sure. Yeah, it had the most boring, but it doesn't mean we're saying it's the most boring. <laughs> it was for sure. the cardinal sin, but not the worst case of not it. Not the worst yeah. offender of it, but yeah. I, I it was mean, the first case offender. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that I I like this more than Hollywood Cop. E, I haven't seen Hollywood Cop in a while, but I think I agree. I, I think I also agree. I think I haven't, I, I haven't seen it. You I haven't have seen Hollywood Cop. Well, Hollywood Cop. After this episode, we'll watch Hollywood Cop, and then we'll watch this movie again, and then we'll watch Samurai Cop, all right? <laughs> you don't have anywhere to be, right? All right. 
but yeah, no, it, it, yeah, it was it was just it was a bit slow at, at points. I think a little tighter on the edit would have uh, would have definitely helped it stick a little more. Yeah, you yeah. could. I mean, honestly, I, I know why they have the Jim Brown storyline because they had Jim Brown, but you could very easily just axe out like every single part of the storyline that has to do with him, and the movie would probably be twenty minutes shorter. Or I, better for I was going to say, if you made it an hour fifteen, it'd be pretty lean. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, you could have cut out a lot of shit at the beginning, too, where they're just showing the villains kind of skating through their day and their <laughs> just life activities, Yeah, which had no point. Um, um, I also felt like the stakes in this movie were really low. What, $150,000 doesn't seem like high stakes to you? <laughs> <laughs> you can buy a and lot like, of steak with that. None of the people that lived in the house where they were staying were like... Not redeemable, but I don't know. I just didn't give a shit about them. <laughs> no, I didn't give a shit about anyone. No. no. I didn't give a shit about anyone in the movie. Yep. Kept waiting to care. Yeah. <laughs> and all I did was all I did was just enjoy the ludicrous scenes. Yeah. The only time that like insane dialogue. That I felt like, well, now we have to root for her is the wife that got raped. Yeah. You know? Let's that say was it. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a we were breadcrumbed to the end with that yeah. to try and get some sort of satisfaction. And the payoff was We did get a payoff, which is great. The payoff in theory is supposed to be good, it just wasn't executed very yeah. well. Yeah. She yeah. shot his dick off. Yep. Yeah, it was very lackluster. Yeah, it was a little bogus because I was like, you know <laughs> it was what? a little bogus. <laughs> he already got shot. He yeah. was just laying on the ground. And then they didn't even show anything. I mean, obviously, yeah. they don't need to show much of anything, but like, I don't they know. No, I want to see a full on dick explosion. I want to see a, a cock shot. flying off in a blaze of glory. <laughs> I want it to be on fire. I want his head and I want him dead. <laughs> cock on fire. And I want it on my piano. <laughs> there wasn't even a muzzle shot when she shot him no. in the dick, though. Like, no. they didn't even try. Nothing. They put very little effort into that. All people did in this movie to show that they were shooting was, like, swing their arms around <laughs> and have, like, a fake kick on the gun. They would yeah. just, like, jump backwards. It was it was stupid. <laughs> it was so stupid. Sounds like a failure, Tom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we're in failures. I <laughs> so I can I discuss. And I'm also going to say this, and I'm not sure if it's actually a failure, but this movie... This came up before Samurai Cop, and it had the exact same soundtrack. Yeah. The fucking exact same. So the starting intro credit music was different, mm. um, but there were so many of <laughs> the same. But then we same... got the Samurai intro credit music later. <laughs> yeah, and then we got like the, he used the, he has car chase scene music that he's used mm. now in two movies the, for the exact same thing. And don't get me wrong, it's a great song. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, all the music is great. I mean, it's <laughs> somebody whipped it up on their Casio in an afternoon, and it's, they're a doll for it. <laughs> uh, so it's not really a failure. It's just it, it's kind of like when a you little hear, cheap. It's kind of like when you hear stolen music in a Godfrey Ho mu- uh, movie. You're like, I like that song, but I can't give Godfrey Ho credit for it. This is Samurai Cop song. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, yeah, and Godfrey Ho, you'll just get like, what is it, thirty seconds of Funky Town? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the, the lyrics will never kick in. <laughs> in but you'll keep getting that intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, any anything else? Uh, honestly, besides the fact that it was just like it just was a little weak. Uh, I didn't really have anything to like, poke at it for. No, it was very uh, just non-offensive yeah. either and way. But going back to. Amir Shervan's interesting foreign perspective on American like culture. Mm. Um, there's always like shit in his movies that really make me go, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like um, the Think fact that, that <laughs> things that make you go, go "What?" what? <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that too. I'm glad someone stopped for it. Um, <laughs> like when Jim 
was it Jim Brown? Yep. Was eating watermelon oh with God. his wife. Dude. And it was just them sitting at a dining room table, like super schmanced out. And they're eating watermelon out like of a, a bowl with, with like a fork and knife. Fork and knife. The bowl, two little plates of watermelon are sitting at the table. And that was fucking weird. Uh, as also, I said, though, how do you guys eat it? <laughs> <laughs> with your hands? Like a savage, yeah. 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 <laughs> Duh. <laughs> right off the um, rind. Also, when they first show the family in the house and... We get that. There's the dad, the wife, the son, and then the wife's sister is there also. Yeah. And the kid's like, basically like trying to hit on her. Oh my God, that's He's right. like, hey, like sexy, sexy auntie. auntie or yeah. something like sexy that. Sexy auntie. I was like, whoa, Amir, let's fucking... <laughs> Calm down with the sexual Dial it back a little bit. His te- this 10-year-old nephew yeah. <laughs> just called his aunt sexy. Well, she was yeah. in her bikini. Oh, Don't God. get me wrong. She was sexy. <laughs> But that should not be coming out of the, the mouth of her 10-year-old nephew. No. At the very least, don't include the fact that she's your aunt in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah, right? That was just bizarre to me. I'm sure there are other bizarre things that happened that I just can't remember. Oh, there's plenty of bizarre <laughs> things that go down in this movie, and uh, we can cover some of them in favorite parts. The way Siobhan shoots his movies with the fucking close-ups, mm. like, all of the time, like, really disconnect me from who's in the actual scene and who's not it, it bothers me every single time <laughs> because like he doesn't do any like a lot of times he just jumps to close-ups from like two shots yeah and in the close-ups are not of people in the two shots <laughs> they're of people that are not even you probably wouldn't know where even in the scene until they get to the close-up yeah there are craft services having a bagel yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's just like the um dr fuji at the end when he tells uh the cops that John uh, Morgan owns the, home. the house. <laughs> yeah, like he wasn't even close to them. Like, yeah, we were like, "Where is he?" <laughs> he was and like, all of a sudden, it's like close up on his face. Yeah. He's like in front of a truck. Yeah, he, and like we have no ref, we have no point of reference for that, and that's truly a disservice to filmmaking as a whole. I think. Like, <laughs> well, because I want to know. I it, it's it's fine if you want to use your close ups that way, but I want to know that this guy's in this scene. He could be as far off in the background as you want him to be. That's fine. So have like but some sh- other shots establishing right. where your key players are in the scene. Just show me where he is. Yeah. Show him. Well, I mean, I think that's. Uh, I mean, that's it's just him covering shit up, right? Yeah. I bet you. I bet you half of those cutaways weren't even shot during the actual shoot. That he was like, okay, I need to. I need to cover up all this stuff. I need you back. I need you back. I need you back. And we just need to get into some places. I need to shoot you on a wall. And then I'm just going to stick it in my movie. Like, he didn't fucking care. No. Like, Amir Shirvan was a sleazy action movie making machine <laughs> for a solid, like, five years. Like, he was just churning them out. Like, he had a formula that fucking worked. It really works. Like, the whole, every movie I've seen, they all work. Oh, yeah. They're not good but they, <laughs> they got the job done and i'm like i, I i'm just kind of impressed more like, than anything like if you got hired to do like a shitty you know 22 minute tv show it would probably be this formula pretty fucking awesome oh yeah it'd be great like if he did maybe a couple of seasons of some cop show yeah just yeah. one season and it was just in 20 minute chunks like that might be kind of that might work out mm. that's why i was so thrown that this came out before samurai cop because mm. i felt like it's so much more put together and co- like cohesive feeling yeah well, maybe this one was a little less scrappy. You know what I mean? Like, he also this. 
I mean, it's what, I mean, it it's didn't like really what, require a lot. Yeah, it's like what Eric said. It all takes place basically at one spot, yeah. so you can contain a lot more of it. Mm. Um, and then the only other failure I had was um, obviously Samurai Cop doesn't have the best acting, but this movie had the <laughs> worst acting. Like, everyone top, was wooden. Everyone was bad. There was petrified yeah. wood out there. Like when when ex NFL star Jim Brown is your best guy. Who he he was a, he was okay. Yeah, man, this was poor. So you didn't poor. like Robert Zadar's performance? I did not. <laughs> Fair. He was not the me. worst though. No, he was he was fucking out of control. Robert Zadar was. His was a real jaw maniac. is painful looking. <laughs> R.I.P. Yes, yes, yes. But gosh, um, cover it up with a beard. <laughs> okay, so. That's all we've got for failures. Let's move on to some favorite parts of the movie, guys. Honestly, I didn't have any. And then I looked down and just saw a random note that I had nowhere else to stick. Okay, so, so favorite, favorite part it is. So <laughs> my favorite part is definitely... Um, what's our main guy's name? John, John Morgan. Morgan. When John Morgan goes to the hotel to meet... Robert Zadar's mother. Oh my and god. There's just a painting in his hotel room <laughs> of a skeleton wearing sunglasses riding a motorcycle. <laughs> and it's so background, like you can't even really tell what it is, but that's definitely what it is. And that had to have been my favorite part. And it's definitely awesome. It's oh, definitely it's so needs to be on my wall right now. <laughs> yeah, I really wish I had one of those. Yeah, I'm this, gonna look it up. This movie contains the legacy of Amir Shivan's weird interior decorating. There's a lot of uh, very cheap paintings that he probably picked up at a flea market just strewn about everywhere. Dude, yeah, they had one in their house that just looked like a nine-year-old painted it. Like, faces were just yeah. blobs. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, there was definitely someone's headshot on the wall. They just had, like, an 8 by 10 yep. of someone just taped up there. Yep. Just to pad it out. Yeah. What do we have present so we can decorate this thing and then get the shot done? <laughs> Um, all right, what, what else do we have for some favorite parts? I kind of rolled some of my favorite parts into the successes, uh, like the cutaways and stuff like that. Like, that stuff is just gold all the time. Eric, what about you? Uh, I think the final flight scene was fucking fantastic. <laughs> Definitely the the best choreography of any Amir Shivan fight scene, and also one of the silliest fight scenes I've ever seen from him. Oh, yeah. And th that includes Joe Marshall fighting Robert Zadar at the end of Samurai Cop. This um, surpassed that. Yeah. So, I mean, we got the benefit of John Morgan having some sort of martial arts training. Which we learned in the beginning of this movie. Yeah, he, he's a kickboxer of some sort. Yeah, because uh, he kicks the shit out of some punk kid's dad. Yeah. <laughs> punk kid's punk dad. <laughs> Runs in the family punkism. <laughs> um, but we, what, I, what really made this scene amusing were, um, first of all, we got some great Roberts at our facial expressions. We got some of them in Samurai Cop, but this one he was just going completely all out. And yeah. you got the full force of like, you know, he's clean shaven, so he looks ridiculous. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. uh, instead of looking just like a big guy with a beard. Mm -hmm. um, but then the second is we were treated to multiple re re repeat shots of the same five hit punch combo. <laughs> and it was a very spe very specific like spinning like back fist thing. Like elbow, fist, elbow, yeah. fist. And I remember the first time we saw it, we were like, oh shit, that's awesome. And then we got to see it two more times. <laughs> <laughs> and then we rewound it and watched it all over again. Oh yeah, because it was worth it. And the the other fantastic part about that scene, uh, there's a port, uh, there's a point where uh, John Morgan is kicking Robert Zadar in the face with like all these you know very rapid fire kicks, and it cuts to 
very close-up shot of Robert Zadar reacting to these kicks, no foot to be found. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, ooh! <laughs> He's flailing his face his, around. Yeah, his face is just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's just wowed by the power of these kicks. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Those are Billy Blank-style kicks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No leg down. Good yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, that was spectacular stuff. He, uh, yeah, that that last fight scene was worth the movie. Yeah, for sure. Totally. That, that was a great build. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what I'd say is my fate like favorite part. It was like, very weird. Like nothing really stood out. It was everything was sprawling. Everything that I think was like a big, bigger picture mm. thing than it was like anything specific about this movie. Yeah. I'm not sure I really li- like we mentioned earlier like I didn't really like anyone. I didn't really <laughs> yeah. I didn't really hate anyone. I hated that rapist guy. He was just sweaty and creepy. Yeah. yeah. I did it. I kind of hated him. But I mean also that was definitely the rapiest movie I think that he did. I don't know. I think the rape scene in Hollywood Cop in the hotel room. Oh, that it was like I'm, a bunch of guys was way worse. Yeah, I remember that being extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, way. that's like, that's Ugh. actually really good. That's a good point. So actually, they've gotten less and less rapey yeah. over time. So uh-huh. Hollywood Cop '87, that one was yeah very uncomfortable to watch. And then this one, this one was shot uncomfortably. Yes, yeah. and a little out of place. Yeah, it just didn't feel right. Like. It was it was shot uncomfortably. Obviously, it feels uncomfortable no matter what. Every single time you watch a rape scene, but yeah. like that was just kind of all over the place as far as the shooting style went. And I don't know, just make me feel good. It was so baffling the way he went about it too. Yeah, that was creepy. She was like in the tub, and he like took all his clothes off except for his jeans and like creeped up behind her yeah it and he was, kept his jeans on like dude you have a gun like why are you being stealthy yeah and it, it was she like, knows you're in your house it was way too drawn out yeah could have cut that whole bit and then this movie would have been done yeah <laughs> do, you, uh, do you think someone maybe pulled the mirror aside and said listen these rape scenes are not testing well. Maybe you shouldn't put one in Samurai Cop. I don't think these movies got tested. I was going to say, Good nobody watched. These movies are spreading diseases everywhere. <laughs> also, it turns out if you Google skeleton riding a motorcycle, yeah. just a bunch of shit that looks like it belongs on Ed Hardy shirts pops up. <laughs> not a skeleton wearing sunglasses riding a motorcycle. That's was that Ed Hardy when he was a painter before he was like <laughs> a clothes designer? I need, I'm determined to find this painting. <laughs> Dude, hang it up in the fucking office, man. I really would. Um, anything, anything else detail-wise, favorite part that we want to say we enjoyed from this movie? I mean, and I mean, I, I'm having a hard time. I think I've said about everything I need to say about this movie. That's it. Actually, if, if we've wrapped with favorite parts, I, I did come up with a failure that I forgot to mention. Oh, all right. Let's, let's t- uh, touch back on failures. Goon game. Very limited. Yeah, we have a small, we have a limited scope of bad guys in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like we have a core cast of four bad guys, and then they get joined with another additional six later on. Yeah, but none of them really stand out in a particularly great way. Like uh, Looney's okay, mm-hmm. he's okay, he's all right, he's all right. Yeah, but I mean, we didn't have like a surprise guy. You nope. know, we didn't have anything fun like that. Nope. No. Um, and I think that's where I find Samurai Cop is so much more enjoyable. Is you know we got we got at least I'd say a good four dozen goons in that movie. And they're all pretty fucking great. Yeah, like every goon had their own little like territory and their own little thing. Like uh, th- this, this had pretty much none until the end, when the cavalry kind of sh- kind of showed up for the bad guy and a car full of, like five six dudes showed up, and yeah. then they all got out. And I was like, all right, 
maybe we'll get some goon character here at the end and see people at the smallest it. amount. Very they little. Kind of wasted yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and I, if I can recall, I don't think Hollywood Cop is very good at it. I don't think um, so either. And, no. But this was this was marginally better than Hollywood Cop as far as goon goes. So I mean, we just saw we we can track Amir Shervan's progress from movie to movie and how much better at it he gets yeah. and how he's I think he's identifying what's working about the movies and running with those bits yeah because he's like okay well this rapey thing's not working because by the time Samurai Cop comes around there's really nothing I mean it's, there's a little like sexual tension but there's no like rape yeah I think the best goon moment was when that guy who got shot who they were trying to find a doctor for was pretending to be a lady and <laughs> pretending that, that that guy was like stuck under the truck <laughs> and oh, it was yeah, very like Robin Williams esque like, like yelling at an Irish oh, accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's his brother, right? It yeah. Was, yep. That was kind of comical. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, I, yeah, because I feel like this movie also had had good ideas that he probably saw in a bunch of other movies that he kind of wrapped into this one, and then it got. That's why it felt a little thin, is because he maybe had a lot of ideas to try and stick in. And, yeah. He didn't have time to focus on the cool little detail parts that we've we've grown to love in his movies. Yeah, I mean, we, we've seen that before. I mean, Samurai Cop is basically an homage to Lethal Weapon. So I'm assuming this is probably pulling from all their territory, like another home invasion movie. Mm. I know those are kind of popular on like the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, so maybe. Could be. Uh, yeah, because this was definitely not. He wasn't a cop. Right. Right. Yeah. So he didn't have the law on his side. He just had being an American on his side. <laughs> Let's rate. So let's rate it then. Yeah, I'm gonna go. With yeah, fuck I'm gonna you. have to give it an unfortunate fuck off. Oh my god, my fucking father. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah! All right, guys, let's rate Killing American Style, 1990, Amir Shervan piece. What are we gonna rate this movie? I know I didn't know what I was gonna do until we talked about it, and I still don't. Mm. I still don't. I'm gonna it. give it a fuck off. A fuck off. Right out of the gate. Okay. Um, there's nothing remarkable in it. Uh, intentionally or otherwise mm -hmm. I don't know that I would necessarily recommend it unless somebody was like really interested in Samurai Cop and was curious about Amir Shavon's catalog then I might recommend it but really I don't know it didn't really bring anything to the table that you couldn't find better in another movie would you what would you recommend first Hollywood Cop or Killing American Style probably Hollywood Cop You'd recommend Hollywood Cop first before this. Probably. Well, if you're going to watch the whole You'd start shebang, I'd just be like, start at the beginning. Oh, so someone has not seen Samurai Cop and they're interested in it and you go, no, 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 no. start at Hollywood Cop and work your way up? Mm, not necessarily. Or if they like Samurai Cop a lot, then yeah. you'd say, all right, then check out Then he made Hollywood these Cop. other two movies, watch those. And we also still like to watch Young Rebels. That is something we need to do. Yes, now that we're aware of its existence. <laughs> yeah. Put that on the list. I didn't realize that was an in-between, in-between one. Uh, but yeah, this movie was just lackluster for me. Yeah. It didn't really have like any of those accidental things which make other movies so great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Despite their like mistakes and pitfalls. Not a lot of happy accidents. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. And uh, I mean, I guess I think I have decided I'm going to give this movie a fucking fine. Um, I do think it's better than Hollywood Cop. I think uh, if someone does watch Samurai Cop and they really like it and they're really itching for something that's like it, I would definitely say watch this movie. And if you like that, then you can watch Hollywood Cop uh, and watch. And, yeah. And then just if you like if you like the second one, then just watch everything he's made at that point. Just go all in because I know I want to. <laughs> at, the, at the stage watching three of his movies I want to watch the fourth might as well finish it yeah. finish it and then the, he's made like tons of other movies but they're all in probably a different language so maybe I'll just avoid those uh, Eric what about you what do you bet you for um, 
I, I think I'm going to follow Brittany's example and go with a fuck off. Mm. Um, this movie, if I had not seen Samurai Cop before, I wouldn't think it was anything special. I would be like, huh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, I think if someone really likes Samurai Cop, I might direct them to this or I might actually instead direct them to get even. I feel like that is more yeah. in style of, of being uh, an excellent Amir Shivan-esque movie. That's, if someone was looking for more of the same, then that would be a, a much better choice, I think. Um, and yeah, like you said, this doesn't have the same level of happy accidents. Um, yeah. I think what really makes Samurai Cop magical is not only is Amir Shivan trying to capture American culture, he's trying to capture Japanese culture at the same time, and he can't handle either of them. Failing <laughs> <laughs> on both counts. Yeah, and, and this, he only has to tackle one, and he can at least sort of get it right. Yeah. Sort of. It, it, maybe I don't know it's close enough like if you watched it with the volume off you'd be like okay yeah this looks right <laughs> <laughs> this looks like an American action film for yeah, sure exactly um, so yeah it's nothing remarkable if you really like Samurai Cop then I'd say it's worth checking out if you want to see where that started yeah I probably recommend it above Hollywood Cop, I think. Yeah, I think I would too I think I would too uh, Tyler, have you decided yet? Uh, so at the it's funny at the end of the viewing I was like I almost wanted to compare it to Samurai Cop 2. Really? Mm. Yeah. And I was like, but why did? Why was I so upset about Samurai Cop 2? I'm <laughs> not so upset about this. And I was like, I don't know. I was just more passionate about the first Samurai Cop. You know? So, like, I kind of want to give it the same rating that I gave Samurai Cop 2. But this movie didn't piss me off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm almost tired from it. I feel like this felt more like a genuine attempt. Yeah. It was like more innocently made than yeah. Samurai Cop 2 where they were like had a goal. They wanted a specific style and they just didn't nail didn't, it. Didn't nail it. So I think I'm just going to give it a fucking draining because I was really like drained. Yeah. Drained. Like the fights, the fight scene's awesome. <laughs> and if people could check out just the fight scene, I would recommend that. I'd give that <laughs> a fuck yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm going to say like, man, I'm fucking drained from this movie. Yeah. Well, and it sucks some life out of me. So, Eric, you said something interesting, and you said I never that, do that. No, we, <laughs> <laughs> lies. Well, this, this time you did, <laughs> and it was so. You said that you had seen Samurai Cop, so you think this is nothing special, or was it the other way around? I if I hadn't seen Samurai Cop, I would say this is nothing to get worked up over. You know. See, so I. I think I disagree that if I hadn't seen Samurai Cop, then this would be the best movie that I think I had seen in that style. Okay. And I think I would I would like it more. And then I would see Samurai Cop and go, oh, no, this is the good one. You know? True. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely see the progression and the evolution. So to have seen Samurai Cop and work backwards, I think our tolerance is higher. Mm-hmm. But especially if we started at Hollywood Cop, we'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, exactly. But I think <laughs> something like this, I would see it and go, well, that was fucking interesting. And then to find out that that guy made more movies would get me very excited. Yeah. Just the same way Samurai Cop did. I think it's more that if he had never made Samurai Cop, then I would be very ambivalent about this movie. Yeah, okay. Because you, know? so, you know where it, it wasn't heading anywhere. Right, yeah. It just kind of ended with on this, you know, flatline. Weird, yeah. yeah. Where does Young Rebels fall on the spectrum, like on the timeline? It goes Hollywood Cop, Young Rebels, Killing American Style, Samurai Cop. Okay. Between 87 and like 1991. I'm interested. Me too. Yeah. I'm very interested. Despite him being like one for three at this point. <laughs> no, because he's like one and a half for three. <laughs> no, because I, I mean, like, I kind of liked all of them. I mean, I do. Like, they all stuck with me. I all, I, I watched them all. I. They feel like a family of films. They, they definitely do, and that's that's not easy to achieve. That's not, uh, especially on his budget. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. So um, it is if you're Neil Breen. That is very true too. <laughs> But Neil Breen's got easier. He's doing it in the 2000s. True. Not the 80s. <laughs> um, is that it? Final thoughts? It's over? I think I'm done, Frenchie. All rest. right. Well, thanks, Frenchie. <laughs> Can't wait to get on to Fiji. I'm so glad that all of our stamping videos earned us enough <laughs> dollars. We should probably point out that we actually got real comments and people wishing you to get better. What do you mean? While you were Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a real comment. <laughs> Yeah, so, no, I definitely appreciate everyone reaching out to us while I was actually sick and, and checking in. It was very cool. But, uh, you know, we went a trip to Fiji. I couldn't not let that. You can't just let Lily I can't fade let her. to obscurity. Just, just, like, go check it. I'm so happy for your trip to Fiji. It was a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lily. Yeah. Um, we love you. We so, love our fans, right? Yeah. Yeah, thank, thanks, Lily, and uh, and thanks, Tyler, for, thank you, for, oh, thanks for having yeah, me. Thanks on for again. coming back. Coming on, watching another episode. I feel like the last like, three movies we had you on for were not good. Um, uh, we have you on for The Forest Warrior. Forest Warrior with Chuck Norris. Forest Warrior was, was pretty great. Okay, and then we had yeah. you on for Shadow Warriors, right? Yeah, yep. that's right. We had you on for The Last Warriors. Oh, that movie was Shadow Warriors 2 debacle was. <laughs> was sad <laughs> that was fun though yeah. it was fun <laughs> it was interesting and then we had the uh the pizza one before that too so oh breathing fire. fire breathing fire oh that that's a special movie yeah. <laughs> it's like that's the goat that's the greatest of all time you're dying your Tyler's dad died favorite for a plastic movie. piece of pizza yeah <laughs> <laughs> listen oh okay um all right yeah so we watched killing american style and it was pretty sleazy and i think i was the only one who gave it like an over the hill rating i think everyone else didn't yeah. didn't want to give it uh, an inch i gave it a couple inches eric and i were right in the middle and tyler was tyler did not i don't, I, it. I can't like hate i can't hate it it's just it's very i won't ever watch it again no it's i just, get it there's yeah. no reason to watch yeah. it again um see what it could barely tell me what it needed to tell me the first yeah, time the first time <laughs> i saw it exactly i'm glad because i almost bought it on dvd or blu-ray or however to get it and it was a little too expensive it was like 16 bucks or almost 20 bucks on amazon and i was like oh, i don't know if i want to buy that and Fortunately, we streamed this on Amazon Prime for free. So if you got Amazon Prime, you can totally check it out. Price is right. Price is right <laughs> of free. And I'm glad. But don't I, sign up for Amazon Prime to watch this movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> then the price is not right. Make sure you got a plan because that's an expensive membership to be a part of. It's annually charged. It's like almost $100. So yeah. be careful out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why you got to be down on Amazon Prime? Just try it, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Frenchie. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you'd like uh, more information on our program, you can head on to Facebook, facebook.com slash secondclasscinema. You can listen to our program on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, secondclasscinema.com, and followingfilms.com. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, it's over. <laughs> Thanks for listening, American style. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We're back. Yes. Just like dinosaurs. Do.